Anytime that we've gone to another level in our business, there was a lot of risk leading up to it. There was a big risk, whether it was us taking money out of our 401ks to produce our second movie. You know, that was a risk. And that was a lot to us at that time, um, working with four kids or whether it was us, you know, putting that money on that contract when we first decided that, hey, we wanted to to grow our business and grow the mastermind a certain level. And we we moved from the outskirts of Atlanta to downtown Buckhead and <laughs> starting to see those six figure or more contracts for events and things. Those are risks. Right. And um, and so anytime that we wanted to go to the next level in our business, we took a major risk. Welcome back to the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. I'm your host, creator and founder of Traffic Sales and Profit, Lamar Tyler. And today is a great episode because you're going to learn how to launch more, how to launch bigger, how to make twice as much when you actually launch your product or service into the marketplace. And the perfect person to speak about that today is my wife and co-founder, co-owner of Traffic Sales and Profit, Ronnie Tyler. What's up, Ronnie? Hi, I'm so happy you asked me to be here today. Right, I've seen you since this morning. <laughs> this morning, yes, right. right. Uh, glad you joined us. Um, today we're talking about how people can do bigger launches. Right. But before we do, right, if they didn't hear our episode, this is not your first time doing the show, we did a previous episode talking about our journey to working together. So make sure y'all go back and listen to that episode. If you haven't already, we talk about how you can build a multi-million dollar business with your spouse. But we also talked about your background. But if they didn't hear that, can you just go into your background a little bit about what qualifies you to have this conversation we're having today? Right. So before I started working for our business, um, I was a project manager. I worked as a certified project manager for about 17 years. And um, I worked on large software development projects. What's large? Large. Um, our budgets were over $30 million. And I had teams, you know, more than 30 people on the team, but they were spread out. They were remote teams across the world. So India, Brazil, China, Australia, the UK. Um, I had project team members. Okay, so if you're watching this, let's, let's qualify what we're talking about. If you're watching this, if the launches that you're currently doing are less than $30 million a year, we got nuggets for you. Now, if you're doing launches over $30 million, like, well, not even $30 million a year, $30 million projects. Yes, for so the project. So if your launch or your project is over $30 million, you may or may not get value from what we're talking about, but if you're under 30, Per launch, right? You're in the right place. We may have something for you. They will get value. Okay. 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 They might, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you know, people are always thinking, is this for me? You know, <laughs> I've, I've already made it to seven figures. I have a million dollar business. Is this for me? Well, if, if your launch itself, the specific launch isn't one with a $30 million budget, they got something to learn. Yes. So let's jump into it. One of the things you often talk about is mistakes people make when they launch. Tell me about some, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see consistently when people launch? Okay, so some of the biggest mistakes that causes people's launches to actually fail are, the first thing is they just don't plan. They just say they're going to launch, but they actually <laughs> don't plan it. And so um, they're like, okay, I'm going to launch this new product. I'm going to do it in March. And then February comes around, maybe two weeks before March, and then they start putting some things together and it just flops. It's not like a big launch or something that, that they put a lot of effort into leading up to it. So the first thing is just failing to plan. Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. So people fail on the plan. Um, I think I see that manifest itself with entrepreneurs a lot of times. Like you said, they just kind of run out. 
and get these ideas. We get ideas a lot of times. So this is the idea. I'm going to do this. But then the idea switches to something else midway through. Or oftentimes, I think when they have a failure to launch, it's also, and I don't know if it's one of your things or not, so if it is, just stop me. But also, it leads to a failure to follow through. Right, right. Because I'm just kind of going by the seat of my pants. And then if I expected 50 people to buy on day one, but only 20 buy, then I just ready to throw the whole thing away. But if I feel like if you have more planned into it, into your launch, then it also helps you with the discipline of actually carrying through. Would you right. say that? Yes, yes. So that's all of the planning. That 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 is a byproduct of not planning, right? Because you're not following through. When you plan and you adequately put measures in place for your marketing, put measures in place for, for the follow-up, you just do a lot more activity. But once you're in the launch, and you're trying to execute and think of things to do, think of ways to market, you don't do as much. And so you could do 30 to 40% more marketing if you just planned your marketing out ahead of time, if you wrote your emails ahead of time, if you wrote your social media or just thought about the things that you're going to, going to do ahead of time, you would just do a lot more. Mm, that's good. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, what's something else people do consistently when they fail to plan and, and it causes their launches not to do well? Oh, one of the biggest things is they use the, the wrong or incorrect launch strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and that just comes from number one, just that shiny object syndrome, right? Like, oh my gosh, people are doing this over here and they're doing that over there. But what is right for you, what's right for your business um, is very important, right? Do you have a low ticket item? Do you have a high ticket item? Do you have some, an item that um, needs a lot of education around it. So maybe you want to have an event or a webinar or a summit versus just a flyer, you know? And so I think failure to select the correct launch strategy is one of the reasons why people's launches fail. Mm, that's good. Mm. So if somebody's listening and they're trying to figure out which launch strategy should we use or should they use, like how can they figure that out? Or is that something we talk about later? Um, yeah, so it is, there are a variety of different ways that I learned from you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you have a low ticket item, right, if you have, if it's something low ticket and they don't need a lot of education, it's more of a, a, um, a purchase that, they, that people can just, you know, buy right away, um, then they can do Facebook ads, they can do flyers, they can do short videos, things like that, and spend their money on the ad budget. But if you have something that needs education, then you may want to think about doing a webinar. You may want to think about doing an online challenge or something like that. Um, if it's something that's high ticket, I definitely recommend that you have a paid, paid launch. So that could be a paid challenge, a paid event or something like that, that really qualifies the people that are um, in your launch. So when you say pay, you're talking about them paying you yes, to get paying. access to it, not you paying for yes, traffic. Because like it, really, it really qualifies the people that say, hey, I am interested. I'm willing to invest in my business. And so I'm going to pay this, what, how, however much it is, right? If it's $47 or $17 or, you know. $4,700. Yes, or $5.99 <laughs> for a ticket. You know that those people are really serious about um, their, whatever they're looking for. Okay, this is good. All right. Anything else that people do when they constantly make mistakes with their launches? Um, so I said failure to plan. Um, I would say just just being scared. Just fear. What do you mean by that? Because fear will cause you to play small. It will cause you to play small. It will cause you to not plan at all. Because, you know, after all, if you didn't put that much into it, then you can't say it was a big failure, you know? Um, nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Right. Nothing to lose. And so and it'll definitely cause you to play small. 
and not put your effort into it so that, you know, you don't feel that that hurt because it hurts you know, <laughs> when you don't get the expected results. But um, so fear, just let, letting your fear overcome you. You know, that's interesting because one of the things I've noticed as I kind of always look at our clients in TSP Mastermind, our clients in TSP Collaborative, which is our uh, portion of the mastermind, we have to be doing over a million dollars, right? Million dollars network, uh, million dollars in revenue per year in your business and above to even be in the group. And one of the things I always notice about companies um, that move faster than others, right? I had somebody answer time. Well, how come my business isn't moving as fast as some of the others? When I really thought about it and I boiled it down, what it was was risk. I felt like the person wasn't taking the same amount of risk that other people took. And even though the risk they took was calculated, it wasn't just like wilding out. I'm just taking all kinds of chances. I'm gonna lose the whole business, my family and everything if this doesn't go right. Mm -hmm. They did take risk and in our business, we take risk. And I think you have to be able to balance out, okay, fear, having, having fear is healthy because it stops you from doing some things you shouldn't do, but you have to be able to take risk in business in order to grow and kind of move beyond. Would you agree with that? Or, you know, what, what have you seen in our business from your yeah, perspective? I mean, so anytime that we've made a jump in our business, which I don't know if it was a jump, it wasn't immediate. It was a lot of work to go, go into it. But anytime that we've gone to another level in our business, there was a lot of risk leading up to it. There was a big risk, whether it was us taking money out of our 401ks to produce our second movie. You know, that was a risk. And that was a lot to us at that time, um, working with four kids or whether it was us, you know, putting that money on that contract when we first decided that, hey, we wanted to to grow our business and grow the mastermind certain level. And we we moved from the outskirts of Atlanta to downtown Buckhead and <laughs> starting to see those six figure or more contracts for events and things. Those are risk. Right. And um, and so anytime that we wanted to go to the next level in our business, we took a major risk buying a building. Everything is risk. That's good. And hiring employees. Yeah. That's good. So let's switch gears for a second because we talked about mistakes people make so that hopefully if you're watching this, you won't make those same mistakes. Think about what Ronnie broke down and I want you to say, hey, I'm never doing that again. Right. Well, if you, I forgot one good one. Oh, you good forgot one. one good one. All right. Yeah. What's, what's one more? Um, not building a list okay. and not thinking about building your list until the actual launch. And so sometimes it takes people like six months, a year to get this launch going. Right. And in the meantime, they're not even thinking about, well, who am I going to launch to? <laughs> once I'm launching, right? And so that's something that you can be doing the entire time. It doesn't have to be launch specific. Um, you could be building your list and, and nurturing it so that people are there ready to purchase when, when you're ready to launch. That's good. Mm -hmm. All right. So on the flip side, we talk about all the things that people don't do or shouldn't do. What are the things they can do? I've heard you talk about how people can actually double the size of their launches by just being more strategic. Like what are the things they can do to double size their launches? Right. So there are three ways to double your launch profits, right? The first thing is to launch more often, right? I mean, that's simple, right? Just launch more often. Even if you don't have another product, because a lot of people are just kept coming up with all these products and services, but even if you don't have another product this year, if you just launch more often, you'll make more money, right? And so I see, I hear you tell your clients all the time, oh, that webinar worked? Do it, do it, do it a hundred times this year, you know, <laughs> or do it again. Um, or I, I hear people say, well, I'm going to launch this product and I'm going to launch it in January. Okay. January comes along because of the failure to planning. Oh, you know what? They come back to you next time. Lamar, I'm going to launch it in March. So now your first quarter revenue is gone. First quarter is gone. Your revenue is gone. 
Um, and then you didn't, don't plan that very well. And then that moves to April. So maybe you finally launch in April in second quarter, right? Um, and so a whole quarter's worth of revenue was gone and then you're tired and then you pick back up and you say, well, I'm going to launch again, but it may not be until July or whatever. And so you actually have not launched that much this year. And so if you can just get more launches in, in, in the year, then you will have a more successful year as far as revenue wise. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So more launches. That means everybody listening, you should just take whatever you're doing now. Like Ronnie said, always sell our clients. If they have a great successful webinar, my first question is how many times, like, can you do that webinar again? Like, when mm -hmm. is it the next one? People say, well, I did a challenge. Well, when you come out of the challenge, let's already get your next challenge scheduled. If it wasn't even scheduled before you get back in, because if something's working, let's literally just do more of it to build up capacity to make more money. Right. I like that a lot. All right. What's the second thing? You said you got three. Um, more marketing. More marketing. Right. Right. So for us, I noticed and of course you can speak to this because this is your, <laughs> your lane in our business. But I noticed that anytime that we are able to market more, then we make more money in that individual launch, right? And so, um, yeah, more marketing. I know with a webinar, we can make 30 to 40% more just on the follow-up if we can send the follow-up emails, right? And so it's just like a lot of people are just exhausted. Oh my gosh, I just did my webinar, I'm so tired. But if your cart is open, and that's the time period where people can actually purchase. If it's open for four days or five days, then you should be sending like 20 emails or something, right? Like literally, but more follow-up. So if you did more follow-up, if you did more marketing, and even on the front end, if you're promoting this launch for a week or two, that could be easy 25 to 30 emails easily. And most people only get five or six out. Most people only um, will do like maybe one or two emails on the follow-up. But you can do all of the things. You can do an email. You can do another webinar in your open cart period. You can do an unboxing. You can do a text testimonial. You can do a lot of things to get the sale, right? Yeah. And so people just are not marketing enough and following, following up enough. That's good, because even as you talked about emails, so many different contact points, because I know even we do things, it may be an email, right, doing a challenge. Then we also send out SMS messages. Then we also sending out, you know, Facebook messages. Mm -hmm. Then we also got somebody like DMing people in the chats, right? Trying to make sure they get registered after they get registered, making sure they get enrolled in all these different pieces. So literally you need all the touch points. Right. Like uh, we had Monray on for a previous episode. She's talking about people who do all the things. Right. Like you mentioned, literally it's like all the things that's required. And you know me, when people say, well, Lamar, you know, do I have to do X, Y, and Z and, you know, all the different stuff? My answer is only if you want to make money. Only if you want to make money. And I've seen there's a direct relation between the amount of activity you put in and the amount of money that you make. Right. So I just want to be honest with entrepreneurs. I just think they forgot how much time and how much energy it took to make $50,000, $100,000. How about $10,000, right? And so I, I just feel like, you know, I, I hear some people say, I had a webinar last night and I only made $15,000. And they're sad about that. But how long did it take them before to make $15,000? That's good. And um, if you're not tired after your launch, then you probably didn't work hard enough. You know what I'm saying? So we're exhausted. We have seven-figure launches, and we're exhausted after those launches. And we still do more. We have big conferences, and you'll come back from the conferences, and you will still do a webinar just to catch all the people that may be on the fence. And so that's the type of dedication that it takes in order to have um, seven-figure launches, really.
That's good. All right, so we got two things. What is the third and final thing they should be doing to double the size of their launches? Just more planning. Mm. More planning. More planning overall in your business, right? Because if you plan more, you're going to be able to have more launches. So that's more revenue. But then also in, in each individual launch, they're going to be more profitable because you're planning and you're setting that time aside. So you're going to do more marketing. And so each individual launch is going to be more profitable. But just overall, you're going to be able to increase your revenue year over year. So let's talk about for the people watching or listening, right, whether they're on YouTube or mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts or Audible or Spotify or all the places that the TSP show is at. For us, what does a planning cycle look like? So let's say we're doing something like an online challenge, give them like a timeline. Like how, how far out are we planning that online challenge and then leading up to it so that people, because people think, hey, you know, I got, a, I got something I'm launching next Tuesday and, you know, it's Friday night, so I'm a plan. Ronnie told me I'm a plan, I'm planning this thing out. But let's talk about what our planning cycle looks like. And then let's also talk about if, if we need to launch quickly or somebody else says, hey, you know, that sounds great. I'm going to do that in the future, but I need to launch fast. You know, yeah. what that looks like and kind of compare the two. Right. Um, so it just depends on how big the effort is. So something that you, typically anything that we're doing, like seven figure type launches, it takes us to almost six months to um, plan and execute and build up the buzz. And those are our big events, right? Something like so that's mastermind launch. Yes, or but that is something, a live event or yes, something like that. But that is something that, um, again, is, you know, we want thousands of people in the seats. Now, if it's something like an online challenge or even a webinar that, it's, it, that you're doing for the first time, I say give yourself two to three months, um, almost 90 days, just to plan it and execute it properly the first time, the first time, right? And so that's, that's how long. So you want to have at least two to three weeks to just plan it and to make sure everything is planned and to reach out to your vendors or to get your team on board. Um, you wanna have a month or more, six to eight weeks to just do your prep, right? And that is building your web pages and um, writing your copy and doing shooting your videos and things like that. Images, graphics. Images, things graphics like and things like that. Um, and then at least two weeks to promote if it's like a challenge or a webinar, things like that. And then you have your launch week or your launch day, depending on what you're doing, a webinar a day or launch week if it's a challenge or something like that. And then um, your cart is open. So I would say a good 90 days. Open is. So a cart, uh, your cart is open, is th that's the day that people are, are able to purchase on your sales page, right? So that's the day that um, you say, hey, you can come buy this. So a lot of people say, well, I am a product-based business. So your cart is open on the day that people can purchase. Right. And so your promotion may be two weeks leading up to it, just getting people excited, getting people um, aware that it's coming, building that buzz until, OK, I open my cart. Right. If you're a product based business, you can open your cart in different phases. You can send um, get people on an email list and send them out. Um, early access. You can send your v VIPs early access so that they can get it and unbox and do testimonials and then send everybody else, you know, access to it. So there are different ways to do this. But yeah. All right. Awesome. 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 All right. And now, um, like I said, let's talk about the quick launch, because I know some people saying, well, I don't have that amount of time. I need to get something done. I just heard the show. Maybe I just became familiar with it and I need to get something out into the marketplace. If they don't have that time, what does a quick launch look like? Because sometimes you don't have, you know, so much lead time. So a quick launch is something that you can kind of get together within a week or two. 
um, and just be able to launch. And so the anatomy of a quick launch, that's what you need to know. Like, what are the elements of a quick launch? Because I see people launching all the time. How can you do this? So the first thing is just being organized, right? So if you've launched before, um, then you can do quick launches because one of the key elements of a quick launch is reuse. Being able to reuse your items, re being able to reuse um, copy, being able to reuse a sales page, re reuse images and things like that. So reuse is uh, one element of a quick launch. Um, another element of a quick launch is already having a list, right? You're That's not good. having to build a list up. You, have a, you already have an audience that knows, likes, and trusts you. And so you're launching to them quickly. And so that's another element of a quick launch, a really profitable quick launch. Um, and those are the main things because you shorten a quick launch. You're shortening the prep time. You shorten the planning time. And so you're reusing things that you've already had. You already have your list and then you're launching really fast. And so you can shorten that window and you can still promote for two weeks and launch the same amount of time. But it's shortening that preparation time period. So, yeah, you can do that. All right. Awesome. So there you are, guys. You heard it. Um, what the timeline looks like for like a big launch, right? For something that you want to put all of your efforts into and you have multiple month lead time and also what they need to do for that short launch. Now, let, let's let's end with this. I know some people are watching and they're saying, this sounds good, but I like freedom, right? And planning feels like it constrains them or they can't do enough or as much or it's going to stifle their creativity and all the pieces they have that actually make some money. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah. But actually, discipline equals freedom. I didn't even create that. I read one of your books one time, and I don't know who said it, but the more discipline you have, the more structured you have, actually, the more freedom that you'll have, right? Because if you're able to plan and kind of get your processes in place, then you're able to get people to help you. And I noticed nine times out of 10 with entrepreneurs, the reason why people are doing everything themselves is because they're just not organized in their last minute, and they don't have it together enough to even be able to transfer it over, or over to someone else. And so if you want more freedom, get more discipline in your business, honestly. Um, planning also allows you to do more things ahead of time. And so your launch can be going and you can still be off on vacation and things like that. Um, but the discipline equals the freedom. It's not the other way around. So hopefully you guys are getting everything that Ronnie's talking about and it's all making sense because we want you to be able to make more money. You can intentionally make more money just by using these practices of not doing the things when you talked about mistakes that people make, doing the things which you talked about doubling down, right? And then having the right timeline. You can't say, hey, I want to have this million dollar launch and plan for two weeks. But even if you do need to, hey, I need to plan for two weeks and get this thing out into the marketplace, which happens, use our framework and methodology. Right. Uh, any last words you want to give them, Ronnie? No, I just think that um, if you spend more time planning in your business, you're going to be more efficient, you're going to be happier, and you're going to be more profitable. And so I think um, just implementing planning strategies is going to be helpful for everybody's business. Perfect. And to hook all of y'all up, can we hook them up? Yes. All right, to hook all of you up, Ronnie is giving you a free paperback copy of her book, The Profitable Launch Blueprint, right? The ultimate step-by-step -step guide to doubling your profits, written by Ronnie a free paperback version, free payback when you go to www.profitablelaunchblueprint.com. Also, we'll have the link down in the show notes. Everybody should get a copy of this, right? Yes, everyone. Product-based, service-based, brick and mortar. If you are trying to make money in your business, this is going to help you. All right, so it's going to help you, right? Don't forget, you're going to get a free 
copy when you go to ProfitableLaunchBlueprint.com or scroll down in the show notes and click the link. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling and we will get a paperback, a paper, not an ebook. We real out here in these streets, right? A paperback copy to you so that you can start to have better launches. We want to impact your business and this is how. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. Hey, do me a favor. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and follow us on this platform right now to make sure you do not miss a beat as we drop new episodes and additional content every single week. Also, if you'd like to get access to a free paperback copy of my book, access to the TSP Traffic Sales and Profit free Facebook group, our challenges, resources, our events, and more, make sure you visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com forward slash podcast.